Good morning and welcome. It's so good to be here and see your smiling faces. What a beautiful day it is. We're still kind of in the glow of Veterans Day. And so how many veterans do we have here? Can you stand up for a moment? Yep, if you've ever served. All right. So I have a short um, poem that I will read to you. I didn't write it, and I did not write down who did, so it was some United Methodist pastor somewhere that I found on the Internet. Not all heroes wear capes. Some wear boots, uniforms, funny hats that never seem to fit right. They drive planes, or they fly planes, yeah, drive boats, bring food and water, hit the ground running in mud and dirt and dust and sand. But they all mean the same. They mean hero. They are young and old, present and past. They fight for freedom. And sometimes they're very alive. But freedom is a goal too often taken for granted. Without you, the world would be different. All our freedoms would be at risk. So thank you for protecting our country. Thank you for risking your lives for others, for making the world a better place. And thank you for the pain you carry so we do not have to. Thank you. Sometimes we have to remember to say thank you, right? (laughs) And now we'll center ourselves for worship. Hope, holy hope, who guided you to God's rumbling wellspring, who needs you to point the way to God. Let us now listen to the announcements. Sarah will bring them forward. Good morning. You can hear me now. (laughs) My husband will say I'm just trying to avoid making this particular announcement, which is that we are getting ready now again for the 2024 Polar Plunge. Um, Somehow he managed to get me to agree that if we can raise $5,000 as a team, I'll go jump in the lake with him. So... (laughs) Um, We have until February 17th. Uh, He really, really, really wants me to jump in the lake. Um, So uh, if you have questions about how to donate for the Polar Plunge, um, if you would like to donate to the Polar Plunge, if you have no idea what the Polar Plunge is, please come and talk to me. I'd be happy to tell you. Or you can talk to Dustin, who is also going to jump in a lake. And do we have Felicity jumping in a lake? Felicity, are you ready to jump in the lake again? All right. 
We have a team of, I think, 9 to 11 right now. Gavin's going to jump. Um, again, if we get to, only, I'm only jumping if we raise $5,000, you guys. I apparently did not set the bar high enough, but um, uh, Polar Plunge supports Special Olympics. It's really important. Um, we've done it for a number of years here in the congregation. It's just a really cool event. And you get to tell somebody like, you know, me to go jump in a lake. If you're tired of me not having my act together for announcements, this is your opportunity to tell me to go jump in a lake. So anyway, you'll hear more about that from me over the next couple of months as we try to raise $5,000 so I can jump in a frozen lake in February. Deal. Okay. Now that I've made that announcement that I promised I would make for him, um, this coming Sunday, November 19th, we are having our Miracle Sunday brunch. Um, and that is for our pledges for the year. So you should have gotten a letter from the stewardship committee as well as your pledge card. There is a pledge card in your bulletin this morning. And you can return this at any time. If you are ready to return this today, you can do that. And you get to still come and eat brunch next Sunday. It's a winning situation. So goal is to pledge 80% of the budget and celebrate the miraculous ministries of our church Please bring your pledge cards in, mail them in if you get a chance, so that we can hopefully get 80% of our budget pledged. This Thursday, November 16th at 6 p.m., is our church conference. We have formally called that charge conference, but it is church conference. So um, you're going to learn more about how our church works. Um, if you are one of my confirmands that has ever been through the program, you get to vote at this if you are a member of the church. So this is your opportunity. I know there's some confirmands watching. This is your opportunity to vote, like we talked about in confirmation. And this is a chance for all of you to see what we're doing in the church each year. Uh, Wednesday, November 15th. We're kind of going backwards in time this week. Wednesday, November 15th at 7 p.m. is our live worship. It's our rock and roll worship. Um, it's a shorter half-an-hour service. And we would love to have you join us for that. Um, Christmas Fair. The sign-up sheets for the United Women in Faith Christmas Fair are out in the narthex. That's going to be on December 2nd. And so we have lots of things that we need for lunches, for our cookie corner. Um, if you are looking to do uh, craft items, to be sold for that as well. And we will have Max Anderson's wooden toys available for sale. Um, we appreciate all of the help everyone has given us in the past, and the United Women in Faith use those funds for their ministries throughout the year. Uh, they are also canning beef on this Saturday at 7 a.m. Do you need Friday? I don't know the days of the week, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, Friday, Friday at 7 a.m. Do you need quart jars still? Okay, so they said they have all the jars they need, so save them for next year, but they could use another person to help with that canning this Friday at 7 a.m., right? There's a sign-up out there. It's part, yeah, it's part of the sign-up out there. Um, if you are looking to order pies, you can uh, call Elizabeth Dewar or you can talk to Miss Elizabeth if you are here in church. Um, we want to make sure that we are making them with fresher frozen produce, not canned pie filling. So we will have to make sure that whatever flavor pie that you want, we have those 
uh, flavors available to you. So please check with her if you're looking to pre-order a pie. Uh, we are continuing coats for kids. Um, do we know how long that goes? Till the 17th? Okay, so all this week yet, right? Yes, all this week. And again, a reminder that, you know, even if you're looking in your closet and going, well, I'm an adult, I have big kid coats. We have big, tall high schoolers that need coats, too, or big, tall middle schoolers that need coats, too. So any coats that you can bring in, that would be wonderful. Um, And lastly, um, it's hard to believe, but our capital campaign for the new roof that we got in, did we get that in 2020? is we're almost done with that capital campaign. So it was made possible through generous donations of friends and family of the United Methodist Church. And so we're just reminding everybody that if you pledged over the course of the project, thank you for your commitment. There's still time to contribute. If you have not contributed, you can still do that. And if you're unsure of where you are in your contribution status for your pledge, you can contact Lori in the church office, and she will let you know. I think that's all of my announcements. Please make sure you're reading your Friday updates. That's important. And then let's stand as you are able to sing hymn number 662, Stand Up and Bless the Lord. One of the announcements we forgot, Sarah, is that uh, Sarah is making some sour cream and raisin pies. And so if you are a sour cream and raisin lover, make sure you let her know and she will do her best. I'm sure she has a limited time to make a bunch of them. So let her know in advance if you can. (laughs) Not everybody loves it, I know, but it sounds awesome to me. God is from everlasting to everlasting.
God is the source, uh, source, guide, and goal of our lives. We come today to worship God. Let us humble ourselves before God's holy presence. So please join me in my in our opening prayer. In the stillness of this moment, awaken us to the astonishing truth that your love is like the celebratory love of a couple on their wedding day. Help us choose again to live in your love and to yield every aspect of our lives to your divine rule. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you. As we struggle in the darkness, may we see the light of Christ in each other's eyes, offering us the peace of Christ. Peace be with you. It's time for the children's sermon, so all the children need to come forward. Are you coming? <laughs> you need to come forward all the way. Keep going. All the way so you can see in the box. Okay. Good morning, boys and girls, because I'm also talking to the people at home. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? You might be wondering, ready for what? Well, ready for anything. Now, I happen to have a handy-dandy preparedness kit right here in front of me. These are things I carry in my car, so I'm ready. So what do you think I might have in here? Let's look and see. This is hand sanitizer. You can pick that up if you want to. A flashlight. Some band-aids <clears throat> in case somebody gets cut and they need a band-aid. Do you ever need a band-aid? You don't. Well, you're lucky. You can take some things out. Here's the 
snacks. We always need some water. That's right. Some gloves. Jumper cables in case the battery doesn't start the car. A blanket. <laughs> and this is called a sur survival blanket because it reflects the sun. It also can be used to ward off rain and snow. good to be prepared for a variety of things that might happen. You know, Jesus told a parable about being ready. In fact, you might even call this a preparable. He was talking, telling people about 10 women who were going to getting ready to celebrate a wedding. These ladies were waiting for the groom to come. Some of the women were prepared and had plenty of oil for their lamps, but some of the other women didn't think ahead and they didn't have enough oil, extra oil for their lamps. They had waited a while and the brood groom had not come. They got sleepy and fell asleep. And when they fell asleep, they weren't quite ready for when the bridegroom came. But they did wake up in time for him to arrive. The wise women were prepared and had oil for the lamps. But the others had run out of oil. And they asked the women who prepared for the oil and for their lamps. But they didn't have enough oil for the other women. So the other women had to go into town and get oil. And by the time they got back, it was too late and the door was closed. They missed out on the groom and the wedding party because they weren't ready. What does this mean? Jesus was talking about the kingdom of heaven. How can we be ready to meet Jesus? Do you read your Bible? Do you have a children's Bible? No? Well, maybe we can get you one. Okay. You can read your Bible. What is another way we can be ready for Jesus? What is another way we can be ready for Jesus? Listen to Jesus. Listen to Jesus. How can we listen to Jesus? Do you pray? We can pray. We can read our Bibles. We can be kind to other people. <laughs> oh. Yeah, hopefully we can be angels. We can attend church and Sunday school and try to live without worrying. How can we live without worrying? Don't worry about stuff so much. That's not always easy to do, is it? not to worry. But if we put our trust in Jesus and in God, 
he will help us so we don't have to worry. Let us have a prayer. Dear God, we thank you for the Bible. We know that you keep your promises. Help us to have complete trust in your word. Thank you for being with us, even at times when we don't do what we should. Help us to be ready to meet Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. We have an opportunity for joys and concerns to share them together this morning. Sarah has a microphone and will be running around the church to get that microphone to you when you raise your hand for a joy or concern. As you have one, please mention your name so the people at home will know who has presented this joy or concern. And then your joy or concern, I'll follow it with a brief prayer, close it with Lord in your mercy, and ask that you respond. Hear our prayers. Baby's coming in three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. Oh. She's very excited. Elizabeth. Lord Jesus, we're just so thankful that this baby is coming in three weeks. We're praying for a healthy um, mom and a healthy delivery, and we just ask you for the best in this world for this, cup, for this family. Lord, in your mercy. Yeah, it's more than a couple. It's a family, so Sorry. <laughs> Other joys or concerns this morning? This is Dawn Drake. Um, I would ask for prayers for some family members. Their names are Gloria and Denny, and they're both dealing with a number of health issues right now. Lord, we lift up Gloria and Denny today. We pray that you surround them with your healing grace. We ask that you make their presence be known to them so that they realize that you are walking with them through this. Lord, sometimes we get ill and we don't know what's going to happen next and how things are going to happen. But when you are beside us, it makes us stronger. And so, Lord, we ask that you are there for Gloria and Denny. Lord, in your mercy. Other joys or concerns this morning? We have a joy. Our grandson's um, team won last Friday in football, and they're going to Camp Randall next week. And he has committed to Eastern Kentucky to play football next year at college. So. So the team that he is part of now is Eastern Kentucky or? No, he's part of Franklin and near Milwaukee. Okay, Franklin. And his name is Jacques. Just okay. call him Jock. Jock. Okay. Lord, we thank you for our young people such as Jack who work so hard on football teams and, and are successful. We have so many around us that are active youth, and it just gives us that sense of pride, that sense of energy that they exude so easily from them. Lord, we thank you for all the hard work they do to be so successful and that we can continue to watch them and see them grow. Lord, in your mercy.
Hi, my name is Marilyn Nunn. I'm Dustin Nunn's mom and grandma to Zay and Felicity and Gail's daughter and my daughter-in-law. And I just want to express my joy for the prayers that were issued for me the past few months as I had the double knee replacement and the heart attack. So thank you very much. I appreciate your prayers, and it's a joy to be back here with you when I visit. Well, Marilyn, I'm so glad that you are feeling well enough to come into church this morning, and I just am expressing that joy on my behalf, and now I'll pray. Lord, we thank you when healing mercies happen. We thank you when people survive heart attacks, when doctors do surgeries correctly and we can move around more freely. We thank you for the technology that allows knees to be replaced and mobility to be restored. And we thank you for the healing process that you help us with. Lord, in your mercy. Other joys or concerns this morning? All right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, as we are gathered here this morning, we are aware of how you surround us with your loving care. We know that every day we are at risk for something. We don't know what we're at risk for most days, but we know that anything could happen at any moment, and so we know that we should be prepared. But Lord, we don't always know in which way we should be prepared. So we put our faith and our confidence in you and ask that you guide us. Lord, we don't know when that tire will go flat or our car will just stop running, but we know that we can have extra boots in our car. But you are the one who gives us the strength to keep going when all seems dark. And so we ask that you continue to surround us with your loving care, your mercy. We have waited and waited, and it has been a very, very long time. And so, Lord, we ask you, we ask you to come soon. We ask you to fill us with that hope that you are returning to give us that confidence that you hear us when we pray out, when we call out to you. And so, Lord, we pray the prayer that you taught the disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Yes, Mr. just came to praise the Lord. I 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 just came to thank 
Thank you so much. That was beautiful. Our scripture reading today is from Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13 from the New International Version. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here comes the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Always being ready, always being prepared, having jumper cables in your car, having snow boots in the back, having that extra winter coat in the middle of the winter in case your car breaks down, 
leaving a half an hour ahead of time to make sure you make it on time. There are so many ways that we try to be prepared. This scripture is one of those that causes me to pause. It causes me to pause for several reasons because as I read it, it concerns me. It concerns me that there were ten, ver- ten bridesmaids, virgins, whatever you want to call them, but ten of them together that went out to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were unprepared. Five of them came without enough extra oil in case he was late. I'm concerned because every time I've heard this, that little girl part of me says, why would they not have shared their light? Right? I mean, even if, if they couldn't share the oil, couldn't they have shared the light? But they said no, and they sent them to town, and the foolish ones, you know what they did? They went to town and bought some oil. Now, I'm telling you, and maybe this is reading into it a little bit too much, but what if those foolish bridesmaids that didn't have enough oil in their lamps decide to hold on to the hands of those people who did and were prepared? Would they have made it to the wedding feast if they had said, no, I need you? So often Jesus talks about that persistence, that knocking at the door and knocking and knocking and knocking, and they will answer the door and they will give you what you want, not because they're a friend of yours, not because they care about you, but because they are simply so tired of you knocking at the door. And maybe I am paraphrasing a lot there, but there there are times when you're reading this Bible and you're looking at it and you're saying, no. I want all of them to enter the the celebration. Not because I'm scared of what will happen if I'm not prepared, but because the celebration is so good that it will be like heaven, right? When we're all gathered together and it's heaven. And so I think, how do I take this into our place of worship now and find the good news in it? And the good news that I'm finding today, and this is just a little part of it, is that we know about this. We know that we have to be prepared. Jesus has told us in advance. No, I'm not going to walk into a wedding party with an extra gallon of gas, and I probably won't have a little extra container in my car just in case I need it. But I'll tell you what, I'll probably fuel up. And I'm not going to enter into life without the word of God etched on my heart, am I? But there's some times where it seems like we are waiting so long and we need Jesus now whether we're struggling with an illness, whether we have a wife that is ill, a husband that is ill. We have all these different things that are going on. Sometimes we've lost a job and need a new one. Sometimes we don't know how we're going to pay the bills next month. But what we do know is that God is with us, and that in itself 
can fill our tank even when we seem like we are running on empty, even when it seems like we have waited over two millennia for him to come back and he is still not here. We retain that faith that he will return. And how do we do that? We don't do it on our own. That is something I want to share here. There was not one bridesmaid waiting for that groom to come. There were ten. That was a group. There are many of us here. We can support each other. What if we make sure that we are all prepared before the bridegroom comes? What if those who were prepared say, hey, you know what? What if he's late? Maybe you should go get some extra oil now. What if we helped others be prepared? Would we be all going together to the wedding feast instead of some of us knocking on the door and the door being opened and it says, I do not know you? I don't want that to happen to anybody I know. Do you? No. We want everybody we know to be at the feast, at the banquet with us. And sometimes that means we have to tell them, you need to look at the scriptures. You need to let Jesus in your heart. You need to be prepared for what is coming. And they may ask you, what is coming? When is it coming? And the answer is, we do not know when it is coming. But we know that when it comes... We need to be prepared. So many times in the Bible it says, stay awake. I don't have a problem with that some nights. Some nights I am wide awake thinking, how am I going to preach this sermon of the ten virgins or the ten bridesmaids? How am I going to express the word of God in that? And it keeps me awake and I'll wake up at two o'clock in the morning and say, God, am I going to be ready? Am I going to know what to say? Are we going to hear your word through our service tomorrow? And then I remember that I've come to God in prayer. I've come to God prepared. I don't come without studying. I don't come without reading the scripture, and I know that this scripture has been interpreted in many ways, and in the way that I am interpreting this morning, I am saying that no one should be going through their life without extra oil. We need our tanks to be full. We need to be ready even on the darkest of dark nights. We need to know that that light can still be lit. Yes, we're going to be tired, and yes, we're going to fall asleep, but when Jesus shows up, I want you to be ready. And so that means we do not want our faith to run dry. And sometimes that means that we need to rely on the faith of others and build up our stores so that when something does happen, we have something to fall back on, right? My daughter and I were talking about um, situations where children are sometimes removed from homes due to one parent or the other having issues with drugs. 
And she told me, she said, they have to be so prepared and so firm in their never using drugs again so that they won't be tempted to turn that when things get rough. And I said, you're right, Taylor. Sometimes my children have a lot of insight and wisdom. We have to have enough faith. They all had faith. They all went out there to, to meet the bridegroom, but some of them were not quite prepared. It doesn't talk about their moral characteristics. It doesn't talk about them at all. It talks about them having a reserve. We need to have that reserve. Because I'm going to tell you something. At one point or another, all of us are going to need to lean on that reserve in our life and hold on to our faith. If you're one who never has, oh, praise be to God that you have lived this long without needing it. We're all going to hit some dark times and troubling circumstances in our life. If not our own, it's somebody who is close to us. And we're going to need those reserves. We all have been waiting for Jesus to come again, and he has not appeared yet. But yet we know that the Holy Spirit is with us, and so we lean on those reserves what do we do when someone we know is running low on oil running low on their natural reserves running low on their faith when they're doubting the very existence of christ what do we do then i suggest that we help them out right away we don't know what tomorrow will bring, and we want to make sure that our friends, our family, our loved ones will enter into that wedding feast with us because you know why? Because we love the groom. We're not afraid of what happens if they don't go, but we want to be part of it because, honestly, that celebration is heaven. And we want everyone we love to be there with us so don't hold back on sharing your reserves now. Don't hold back on allowing other people to lean on you until they can build up reserves of their own. Don't hold back. And if for some reason right now they're not able to do it, reach out your hand and allow them to come with you until those reserves can be replenished. Sometimes we need to do that, to reach out our hand to someone else, to hold out our love in Christ so that they can see it in us and so their reserves can be refilled. Be prepared. The Bible says over and over and over that we do not know when that time will come. Over and over it says stay awake. Over and over, it tells us we need to be prepared. But this is not necessarily just as individuals. We want to be prepared as a group. We want to be prepared as a church, not just our church here in Platteville, but our church around the world so that everyone who is part of the church will be there in that great celebration that Jesus will see it, open the door and say, I know you. You are my good and faithful servant. We may not always know why he knows us so well, but we can count that on us that he does. And so for those of us who are struggling, 
reach out to those of us who are full so that you may find that strength within someone else. Because we're all going to have dark days. We're all going to have times where it is a struggle. We're not all going to turn to drugs like my illustration was, but we all might find a time where we become doubtful before your lamps fully run out of oil. Reach out to someone else. You don't want to leave at that final moment and be caught searching. You want to be sure now and always and have that reserve. Amen? Amen. Let us stand together and we will sing, I love thy kingdom, Lord. be seated. Please join me in our prayer of confession. Christ Jesus, we want to believe in your kingdom, a kingdom that is already but not yet in our midst. It seems so far off as we bear our load of suffering and grief. Some days it's easier to get discouraged and distracted, even to give in to the long, dark nights of our worries and fears. Sometimes it's easier to grow numb and lose hope, even to forget that we know you. We want to trust that you haven't forgotten us. We want to wake up and choose to live our lives inside the rule of your love. We want to hope. 
We want to offer wisdom and encouragement to the generations to come, but we need your help. In your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. Let's hear these words of assurance. Beloved of Christ, get up, get dressed. It's time to go to a wedding. Trade your sweats for your fancy clothes. Kick off your well-worn sneakers and lace up your dancing shoes. Christ has already chosen you. Will you choose to live in Christ's love? And we'll all say this together. We choose God's saving love again. We choose holy joy for our lives. We choose the risen Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And now, not because we have to, but because we are grateful, let us return to God what is ours to share. Let us joyfully offer our time, our treasure, our commitment, and our prayers as we invite the ushers to come forward to receive today's tithes and offerings. All rise. Please join me in our offering prayer. Holy God, we sometimes treat money as our God. In our giving, free us from our love and worship of money. In today's offering, we choose to love again and to worship you alone in every aspect of our lives. Receive our gifts with gratitude and praise for your unending love. Amen. I hope you all have the um, insert in your bulletin for step-by-step. It's also on the screen, but it might be a little harder to read it.
One more time. Or twice. Oh God, you are my God. beautiful. Thank you. Go with peace and with hope. Find your place every day inside God's saving love. Allow it to transform your ways. And we have a couple minutes, so let us sit down and listen to the special music. has been a beautiful day to worship. So go in peace, serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.